it a stack it is wednesday july 12th this is top 10 takes let's get to it at number 10 Kyrie irving aka Kyrie swerving aka uncle jew who was arguably one of the greatest dudes to ever dribble a basketball no 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 scratch that the greatest dude to ever dribble a basketball whose handles would be considered witchcraft in the 90s has found a new sneaker home with Chinese brand Anta signing a five-year deal after falling out with Nike as one of their top signature sneaker sellers. I remember a few years ago I had to endure a Harrison Ford Indiana Jones type adventure to get my nephew the Kyrie Spongebob collab. No deets on the type of bag Kyrie will secure but he has been given the unique title of Chief Creative Officer which is dope as heck. Kyrie said the opportunity to be chief creative officer is more than just the realization of my dreams it is the perfect opportunity for me an individual who always dreams big and values independent thinking to leverage my artistic talents to build create and unify the culture both on and off the court good luck kai at number nine just when you thought met as big as ot was elon musk's twitter another opponent has entered the coliseum sarah silverman the 5'7 comedian is suing chat gpt maker open ai and technology giant meta alleging that her copyright has been infringed in the training of the firm's AI systems. So systems like ChatGPT learn to imitate human language by analyzing large data sets of human text. One of the tricky parts of the generative artificial intelligence phenomenon is whether you can effectively build comprehensive large language models without violating the rights of content creators. Trust me, I know I have an AI app called XY. You can look at it at xyapp.info, but I digress. So if you ask ChatGPT, hey, ChatGPT, can you put me on a Sarah Silverman's memoir, The Bedwetter? Apparently the artificial intelligence chatbot can come up with the detailed synopsis of every part of the book. So does that mean it read a pirated copy or did it data scrape the heck out of custody reviews in online chat? Well, the guys in the roles will decide that next week. At number eight, the biggest boss, Rick Ross, has officially earned the title in my eyes because Buddy just copped a $20 million, yes, $20 million watch from Jacob & Co. I'm speechless, but you know who isn't speechless? The M -M -M Maybach music boss. Listen as he details his newest extravagant timepiece. Ricky Rose sitting here. This is the billionaire. This is. From my perspective, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful moment. This is an amazing timepiece. It took over three and a half years to collect the stones. These are not emerald green stones. These are Zabarites. With a T. With a T. Yes. Ugh, nice watch at number seven. Rich Paul does it all. I promise you, the super agent Rich Paul, who is dating Adele. I gotta throw that in here because it's Adele, is fresh off of securing over a half a billion dollars in NBA contracts over the last two weeks. He decided, hey, instead of just getting my client shoe deals, maybe I should level up and get my own. And so he did it. No big deal. So the rich get richer, right? Rich Paul is taking over the sought after New Balance 550 for his line Forever Yours. Sounds like an Adele album, right? It's faded lilac hue adorns the upper Key Collaborative touches are sprinkled in from the heel branding to the special shoe box. The first set of leaked imagery reveals air 
aerial perspectives of the uppers and packaging. Straying away from the white leather panels that arrived on this inaugural iteration, this forthcoming rendition comes styled with a buttery suede bill that's covered in lavender hue. His full moniker is printed across the tongues while his initials are positioned on the footbeds and heels are intertwined rolls graphics. They drop Friday for 130 cash and they paintball. At number 7, shots that I took wet like I'm booked. As we continue to surf on the sneaker wave because you'll either drip or drown, Nike just announced that Devin Booker the Phoenix Sun certified bucket like no bat. Marion Webster should change the picture of the bucket to Devin's player profile pic will be their latest signature shoe athlete joining the likes of LeBron, KD, and Ja Morant. Sneaker News has provided a first look at Devin Booker's upcoming signature sneaker to be named the Book One. That's hard. The pics reveal the black and gold sales sample colorways. The shoe features retro style upper paneling reminiscent of Nike basketball's output from the 80s and various material treatments. The throwback aesthetic is carried over to the midsole while the tongue features a book logo and the heel tab is adorned with a 1996 a nod to the stars year of birth. Of course online keyboard warriors are flaming it but I swear literally every first model of a new signature shoe gets buried online. It's like a rites of passage. I'm looking forward to it. At number five speaking of book you know who has a new book dropping? Britney Spears. The pop icon will release her much anticipated memoir, The Woman in Me, on October 24th. After a bidding war among multiple publishing houses, Gallery Books and imprint of Simon & Schuster acquired the memoir. Recently, she's been in the news for a less than pleasant interaction with basketball phenom Victor Wembenyama Security. She's finally giving her side of the ordeal publicly. Hi, so I wanted to share with you guys an incident that happened in Vegas that a lot of people are talking about. And I heard on the news, um, this radio station talking smack and talking shit, that's why I'm addressing it, um, saying that I deserve to be smacked, security was doing their job and protecting their client. Um, I've been with the most famous people in the world in sync at one time. Girls would like literally throw themselves at them on my way into the place actually, I was knocked down by like, three 12 year olds trying to get my picture. My security not one time touched them or even came near at number four, the Emmys are upon us, although it's a tad bittersweet due to the current WGA work stoppage and the impending SAG strike at midnight, but here we are. HBO or, or HBO Max or just Max or HBO slash Max, I don't know, I just got here. It looks like they're going to run the gauntlet. The network actually scored the top three shows with The Last of Us, the first video game adaptation to receive major Emmy attention, scoring 24 noms, and I know the bro Pedro Pascal is death-winning best lead actor. It's followed by season two of The White Lotus, now a drama series last year, it was a limited series, landing 23 noms, and I know Jennifer Coolidge is winning Best Supporting Actress, like you're not going to tell me any different. It has four of the eight drama nods, which might make the Emmy party a bit awkward this year, but nonetheless, it's a, it's a great problem to have. I, I wish I had that problem. The Emmys air September 18th, so you have enough time to catch up on shows that you haven't watched yet. At number three. We all know the classic, in my humble opinion, Black Panther starring the late great Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa that grossed over 1.3 billion so far and the sequel Wakanda Forever that's dropped this past November and is on its way to a billy although it ran into a few obstacles. Spoiler alert, I'll give you some time. 
Okay, in Wakanda Forever, the people of Wakanda fight to protect their home from intervening world powers as they mourn the death of King T'Challa. Fans have had mixed opinions about changing the storyline to fit the real-world implications of Chadwick's passing. Some people praise the change, while others feel that there should have been a recast a la Heath Ledger's Joker. Well, one thing I think we can all agree on is that we are tweaking and geeking over the announcement of the Black Panther video game. Gangsta. Marvel Games has announced that it is partnering with Electronic Arts cliffhanger game to develop an original third-person single-player Black Panther game. The project plans to build an expansive and reactive world that empowers players to experience what it is like to take on the mantle of Wakanda's protector. I really gotta get a PS5. At number two, I'm low-key excited for this one. The trailer for Wonka just dropped and it looks sick. If you don't know the logline, I'll put you on. The story will focus specifically on a young Willy Wonka and how he met the Oompa Loompas on one of his earliest adventures. I really love these like prequel pseudo reboots of pre-existing intellectual properties. This film is produced by Heyday Films and distributed by Warner Brothers. It's directed by Paul King. You may be familiar with his work from the Paddington series. Now who is playing young Willy Wonka? Timothy Chalamet. Makes sense, buddy is on fire, but I bet you can't guess who's playing the Oompa Loompa. Hugh Grant no bat. The budget for the film is $125 million and it releases this Christmas. There's a lot of heat this fall and I feel like I gotta see them all. But looking at the trailer aesthetically, it's just, I don't know, man. Like stuff is looking beautiful as of late. Like they're really taking their time with the cinematography, I feel like. But at number one, ahead of the second leg of his massively successful sold out after hour till dawn tour, the weekend stadium run has now surpassed the $350 million mark and even broken attendance award in London. MJ was previously the owner of the record with his 1987 bad tour, which grossed $311 million million dollars adjusted for inflation the star boy gave tribute to the king of pop with his mike dean lace rendition of dirty diana 